Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, White Sox fans, guess what? Oh, man, it's a good podcast. How about that? It's good to have a happy podcast every once in a while. This is number 32 of 2022. I am joined on this happy podcast by two of my very favorite Southside Sox writers. Of course, it's Crystal O'Keefe. She rarely misses one. Jackie Crystal just recapped the sweep today, tonight. Uh, another great recap from her. Terrific read if you haven't read it. Hey, wait. It's a day after the recap was published. If you haven't read, if you haven't read it already, go back right now, read that thing. Come on, another great piece of work from Jackie. Okay, well, um, boy, guess you didn't expect this was going to happen—a sweep in San Francisco against a pretty tough San Francisco Giants team. Uh, what in the world is going on? I guess a couple weeks ago. I want to say it was roughly a couple of weeks ago, sweep in Detroit, like, okay, yeah, but it's Detroit. All right, well, this is a step up, but again, let's just kick this off. What's different? What's feeling different about this one? Well, to be fair, today was a bullpen game for the Giants, but it was still an exciting game. Um, and, but- and Crystal, also to be fair, every game for Detroit is a bullpen game, but all right, just feel I need to throw that out there. But yeah, that's good point. Fair. Good point. Um, but it seemed like everybody was actually kind of like awake and having fun. And despite Jake Berger being missing until the very end of this game, you know, that just occurred, it was kind of weird. But like when Lurie Garcia is single-handedly manhandling the Giants, it, it feels like it's bizarro world. But they did great. And it was just really fun to actually 
see some offense and a team that might score more or might get more errors mm-hmm. than us and just mm-hmm. play poor defense. So that was fun. Yeah. You could just see San Francisco, like making notes. Okay. Larry Garcia, when he's available, we got to get him. Uh, Jackie, uh, you, uh, recapped this, like nothing bullpen game sweep, whatever in San Francisco, but then also we're on coverage for us uh, yesterday as well. So you were close to this series. Uh, what's different. What's feeling different. You know, uh, one thing that I noticed is that uh, Tony La Russa has gone back to what I would say are the EPA standard uh, exposure levels of wacky. Um, you know, I'm not going to agree with everything that he does, but there's been no um, walking someone on a one and two count. I haven't noticed any of that on this yeah. trip. He handled the bullpen well, didn't he? He did a good job. So maybe that's what's different is the fucking manager is doing it. Up a little bit. Tony, um, stay out of the way, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get out of our way. Um, <laughs> you know, he handled the bullpen well. That was nice to see. I give props when props are due. And I'll go right back to you, although uh, Crystal jump in too. Go right back to you, Jackie, because one of the questions in your recap is, is Geo back? Now, obviously, he had a terrible June, and we're all like, uh-oh, wait. That was, hold on, wait. That was our ace. What is going on with the guy? I understand that's knee-jerk stuff, but, I mean, you start stringing awful starts. You're losing velocity. You got no feel for your pitches, and even he's sort of like, oh, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on. And that's cause for concern. Uh, this was a nice start, and he did what he needed to do, even if this wasn't a clean, such a clean start, just by getting through six, just by eating some innings. No, Lucas looked great today. Um, as I said in, you know, in my recap, it's too early for me to say that Lucas is going to go back to full, you know, complete return to form. But it is encouraging to see his last two starts were quality starts. You know, as we all know, June 22, Lucas Gigolito, worst pitcher in baseball. So there was nowhere to go but up, but he looks good. I'm encouraged by him. He's going to find his way. He's a good kid. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, two starts is kind of rough to just go in and say, oh, yeah, he's definitely back. But he looked a lot more comfortable and a lot more confident. And I'm hoping he's finally like healthy because I really think part of that struggle was his health and just not fully bouncing back from, you know, COVID. So it looked promising. And like Jackie said, you can really only go up when you have reached rock bottom and pitching. And he seemed, um, I, I won't necessarily say pitching angry, but he had a little, he had some fire. I mean, you can't get more fired than uh seven strike i'll start the game um and you know again when the bi- biographies are written of the 2022 world series champion white Sox, we'll learn why it took them till the end of june to maybe start getting angry and and break open a can of whoop ass on some teams in the league uh but if this is some sort of turning point um i mean it'll be sort of interesting to know why it, it took a while or maybe maybe tony just needed to as jackie implied just sort of get out of the way go back to the epa standards uh let's go back to the proper gas mileage tony which means just nap you can nap uh spend some time catching up on some these hey we cannot talk about this series without talking about uh june pitcher of the month uh he of one earned run in june and one earned run in that lousy start he just had on saturday slacker uh dylan cease uh this is a guy that people have been sort of saying like or you know the the pro cease guys have been like 
just wait, man. This guy's going to be like a Cy Young winner. And most of the rest of us, I'll say the rest of us, because I was a little bit you know, more of a doubter. It's like, okay, it doesn't mean he can't be a decent three, four starter or whatever, but I mean, okay, Cy Young, you know, the guy's got to become slightly more efficient and he still isn't terribly efficient. It's just, boy, the strikeout pitches, the confidence, uh, the fact that very rarely does he take himself out of a game. He has really been the White Sox stopper via injury or via the fact he just didn't have a full rotation to begin the season. Thank you, Rick Hahn. Uh, but Dylan Cease has really been like the guy that the White Sox can really count on. Getting the monthly honor, the first of his career, uh, is, was, is certainly, you know, deserved and a really cool thing for him. But, you know, I think he's setting a season up for maybe some end of the year consideration. And uh, it's 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 such a relief for us as fans, but it's just been really a joy to watch because for the first half of the season, there haven't been all that many rotation highlights and he has been one pretty much for 16 starts. I agree. He's yeah. had a standout season so far. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jackie. Um, <laughs> such a basis. Um, no, he's had a great season. I've been really impressed with what he's been doing. Um, I didn't really have that on my bingo card for Dylan Cease to be the most ace-like in June 2022, but he's dominated and he really deserves it. I I wouldn't say Cy Young potential, but I would say there's no reason he shouldn't be going to the All-Star game. There is no reason he shouldn't have had this honor. Like he's he's been lights out. I guess he can he can never shave the mustache. Or get the second booster, but whatever. All right. Different issues in a different podcast. Uh, Jackie, what you seeing from Cease? Um, he's the only pitcher in the uh, rotation. <laughs> I'll take that back. There are two pitchers in the rotation where I don't worry about that game prior to the game. And it's Johnny Cueto. And it's Dylan Cease because I know that we're going to be there, you know, or they have been there. They're the only two that I don't worry about the game. If we if we lose, we're probably going to lose it our by the offense, not but not by them. The debate we've had in the last, well, maybe all year, but certainly more recently when we've been trying to look for something to get excited about this team, what is there, is there some momentum, you know, again, just whatever it was a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago with the Detroit sweep. Okay. Are the White Sox back has been, okay, where are we going to see the improvement necessary to turn this team at least a bit upside down and become a team that maybe can go 10 over 500, or maybe it's going to have to be 15 or 20 over 500 to get into the playoffs and win the division. Uh, and, you know, we've picked it down to the point where we've almost gone through everybody on the roster say, okay, who has room for improvement? And what seems to be a only slightly popular notion that, that I put out there is that, you know, the rotation is where uh, a lot of those gains can still be had, even though that's been, I guess, um, a little less unseemly. You see some of those OPSs in the lineup and you think, how is this a major league team? But really, when you look at the war, uh, depending on who you, you know, which site you're choosing, uh, the pitchers have been actually, you know, even weaker than the offense. Uh what we saw this weekend, I think, with this rotation, without even Johnny Cueto pitching, just taking some, uh, taking the standing ovation there back in San Francisco, uh, is this rotation, you know, Kopech's availability pending, uh, really every night can give you a stopper effort. Even Johnny Cueto, which, you know, I mean, no diss on Johnny, he really has been, as Jackie said, sort of our number two. Uh, and something to talk about not expected this season. Uh, but the idea that you can run uh, a guy out no matter one through five in the rotation uh, and really perhaps anticipate a stopper outing and 
taking the heat off of offense, which has not proven capable in spite of the fact that, what is it, four or five times this year now they've scored double-figure runs. Great, but uh, we would have thought more, especially how the season started with the White Sox. Just taking a little bit of the pressure off of that offense, uh, making them score just maybe that five or four, or sometimes even three runs to get a win or be in the ball game, uh, that I think is going to help, you know, it's sort of a dog chasing the tail here. But I mean, I can think I can help get the offense sort of back into things knowing, all right, we're not going to have to score eight to win because we've got a lousy uh, rotation. Every one of these guys is capable of, you know, six shutout innings. Um, do you think that can have that kind of uh, effect on the offense where maybe they can take a breath and say, you know, okay, maybe Gavin Sheets realizes maybe the pressures and he comes back from Charlotte. No, he's the best hitter on the team. Yeah, I don't know there, Brett. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I, I think the, the – I don't know that it affects the offense at all to see the pitchers do well or not. I mean, hitters are going to hit, pitchers are going to pitch. <laughs> um, so, but it, it isn't – it is funny how it sometimes just seems to, like, if one is on, then the other is off, you know? <laughs> so, if we could just regulate that, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't warn you guys that there was going to be math or an essay question that didn't make sense. But anyway, this isn't the SAT. We'll move on uh, to our break quickly. Let's get out of the way. Uh, we'll be back in a minute to perhaps, who knows, maybe more word problems. Uh, it could be. Uh, it's, it's host's choice. So we'll see what I come up with. Uh, second half, hang out with us. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, White Sox fans, guess what? Podcast 32. Yeah, 32 of them. And this is a happy one. We have not had 32 happy podcasts this year. Maybe two, but uh, we maybe the rest of them, the rest of the way, the next 22 will all be happy ones. Who knows? It could happen. It was a pretty happy weekend. And we are celebrating. Uh, and thank you for taking time out to celebrate along with us, taking time out of your Independence Day. More on that at the end of the podcast. Uh, with uh, this podcast, joining me, Crystal O'Keefe and Jackie Crestel, neither of whom want to solve my word problems. And that's perfectly okay. So let's move on to a more straightforward issue. And that is the Minnesota Twins. First place, been in first place. I want to say for the balance of this year, they've pretty much been holding first. Cleveland nibbling at them a little bit. Cleveland's still very formidable in front of the White Sox in second place. It is a three-team race in the AL Central. These are the opportunities the White Sox have been waiting to get another chance at. I uh, believe it's what, 17, 19, whatever. It's basically all of July uh, playing AL Central teams. And the good news is a couple of those teams are really crappy. So those hopefully are wins in the pocket. Eh, we'll see. That's another podcast as well. But Minnesota's in front of us uh, playing well enough. Um, what do you see at home? This is an opportunity the White Sox, you think, have been spoiling from. We saw, we heard Lance Lynn after the game, I think today, saying, um, you know, it's not just about getting to 500. It's, uh, you know, it's now continuing to press the accelerator. Uh, let's just mow through Minnesota. Um, 
Is that likely? Uh, is this momentum the White Sox can take back home and take at least a two out of three, if not maybe push a sweep on Minnesota and really put this first place team on their heels? Mm, they they might win a game, but I just see Byron Buxton wiping the floor with this entire yeah. team because he's just he's on another level right now. Like there's there's no one right now I can compare him to. He's just he's been so good that I struggle to see them. Oh my gosh, these fireworks! I struggle to see him really. <laughs> not be great against the White Sox. I don't, I don't think they're going to pull it out against him. He, I mean, he could be the only batter on that team. And I feel like the twins would still win. Sasa Sox fans. I apologize. I promised you a happy podcast. It just <laughs> took a turn, but it's honest. Sorry, and it's, crystals, so it's her assessment and it's fair. Jackie, can you shed just a little bit more sunshine as the fireworks uh, pop off around you? Uh, on what you anticipate to be, let's at least optim- optimism toward this series. You know what? I think momentum is a real thing. I believe in it, um, and so I think we are going to know. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think we're going to know how the rest of July is going to go by tomorrow. We'll see what or today. Interesting. We'll see what happens today? Yes, we're time traveling. Yes, we are. We're just mere <laughs> minutes away from the game, Jackie. Remember, when we've will, already seen the lineups. When will then be now? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. Soon. Okay, but we're gonna know by today how the whole thing is gonna go because momentum is real, and if we can carry this uh, weekend sweep into a win against Minnesota on the fourth of July, I'm going on a limb that we're gonna. Uh, we're going to win most of our next 19 games if we can win tomorrow. Okay, if now do it for Captain Polly, then yeah. it's a wasted effort. <laughs> um, now, now, Jackie, again, Crystal's been just a little more straightforward. And, and, you know, it wasn't that many days ago that she predicted, I think she assessed the White Sox as a 42 win team. So listen, she has been down on this team, and rightfully so. This is, she's not wrong. Um, but tell me this, be honest. Okay. So say, say the White Sox lose tonight. Okay. Um, but we're calling you back in a couple weeks and maybe things, uh, you know, okay. Say the team maybe is still just sort of meandering, but the opportunities are still there. Uh, you're going to find a way to convince yourself to maybe say the same thing in a couple weeks. Correct. Yeah, I might do that, but then look out for the re- at the end of the season. Was like, do you remember when I said yeah. this? I was right about that. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. In spite of, okay, let's say debatable optimism coming out of this sweep and what turned out to be actually sort of a decent road trip. You can't really argue with it because it could have gone a lot more South than it did. Uh, in spite of the presumed optimism going into, um, again, 600 games against AL central in a row, uh, are there, Give me a uh, concern each of you have uh, in spite of the fact that, uh, you know, listen, San Francisco tried to hand three games to the White Sox and they largely did, but it's not like the White Sox didn't do anything. Uh, The the rotation was terrific. The hitting was timely enough. Obviously they uh, thumped very badly. Thanks also to some, some defensive lapses as well, but you know, it wasn't like they just gave the games up. White Sox played well, reason for optimism. uh, O'Keefe aside. Um, Now, uh, but yet, what are what are still some concerns? Uh, obviously, a guy like you know Mankata is still struggling. But I mean, what what jumps out is as, as things that still sort of nag at you, even though we should be feeling 
you know, potentially really good. Well, you said my answer was Yohan just not hitting the ball. You know, third he's playing on third base and he's doing great at that, but he's not hitting for anything. And it seems like AJ's kind of streaky again. So I'm just concerned about these guys that are known hitters that are suddenly not hitting the ball again. And you've got Leary, and I don't know, it's going to be like home runs every day. Also, the lack, Clean up. the lack of home runs. There were 17 oh. hits in this series, and none of them. I mean, yeah. where are the home runs? Yeah. The rest of the league knows something the White Sox don't know, it seems, because, you know, I know we're in the dead ball era, but boy, this is a really dead ball for the White Sox. Uh, Jackie, maybe aside from what uh, Crystal just threw out there, uh, concerns you're having even going into what should be an optimistic series in Minnesota? My concern now, before, then, in the future, for the rest of time, is health. (laughs) I I, I can't, who, I don't know how many more injuries she can take. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is my concern um, going into that. And then I'm just going to speak on behalf of Trooper, who <laughs> wanted us to talk about this in the podcast. Uh, Trooper Galactus said that somebody needs to sound the alarm on Pollock because <laughs> he's terrible. Mm. Well, okay. It's, it's, it's notable that there's a concern from Trooper. Um even in flying in the face of a sweep in San Francisco. And, you know, listen, nobody's going to deny that. I mean, this is a guy we hoped for a lot more from. And mm, he hasn't really, I mean, he's playing left field and Leoria Garcia is playing right field. There's something very odd about that picture. So, uh, yeah, Uh, I think it was referred to, mm, I think Crystal, you brought it up, but where is, what, what happened to Jake Berger? What is, what is going on with that? I mean, it's not as if, uh, Mankata is lighting up um, the batter's box. Oh. Obviously, he provides a very steady third baseman. That counts on a team that has holes in the webbing of the glove the way the White Sox do. But um, to disappear um, yeah, like, almost completely? Why is, he, why is he not even like pinch hitting in big situations? You're throwing out the most random dudes to pinch hit. Like, no offense, because Subby has been yeah. hitting. But no offense, why are some of these players coming out still when you have Jake Berger just chilling on the bench knowing that he can hit home runs? He's like the only one right now that's been able to do it. So, you know, you didn't see him at all until the very end of the game. And he came in to pitch hit. And I mean, he it didn't work, but still, that's what you also get that when he's just sitting on a bench for a week straight. He's he's going to lose it if he's not constantly up at bat. So I don't know. I assumed he was dead for a while, but I'm thankful that he's not. Yeah. um, And we've remarked about the sort of lack of thump from this team. And, you know, part of the hope is, you know, Aloy uh, perhaps, you know, comes back sometime this week during the homestand and and can provide some punch, but you know, that's, that's no guarantee. There's nobody missing, you know, Yasmani, you think is going to, you know, finally, I don't know, be healthy and he's going to be able to uh, put some power into it. But you know, these, these are not foregone conclusions. I don't think there's a whole lot out there. I mean, you, you sort of have to hope that production gets stepped up by by guys like those two names, uh, Yohan, really almost everybody on the team. Uh, you hope it's there. I'm not sure you can count on, you know, anything just falling from the sky. Um, Eloy is 
he, he's been a lawyer. He doesn't really give you defense. He hasn't always given, you know, power. I don't think there's anybody racing in to rescue. Uh, it's really just going to have to be this team. It does seem like this year is going to be a matter of grinding out the offense. In spite of how it started, you just thought, oh my gosh, I think we even sat on the podcast. Okay. Last year, the pitching staff carried the White Sox to first place. And then, you know, I guess, sorry, everybody sort of ran out of gas at the end. Maybe this year they're paying them back and the offense is going to be the one saying, Hey, we're going to give you eight runs, do what you want. It's just easy W's for you. Well, that lasted about week, 10 days. Um, it does seem like this is going to be uh, nail binding games and offense that is going to just be grinded out this year. There's not really going to be a lot of respite where we even saw like uh, on Sunday with the 17 hits and the whatever, 10, 12 runs. Uh, they're not going to be many of those games, right? Right. There's not going to be many of those games. <laughs> um, and I also wanted to comment on Jake Berger not being in the lineup. Is it personal? Did he break some unwritten rule of baseball and now has to sit? Um, I think Crystal wrote an article one time, like, is it a horcrux or like a blood <laughs> oath? Or, um, I just want to point that out. So, yeah, don't know what's going on with Jake Berger. Um, yeah. But, no, we're not going to score 13 runs a game very often. So, uh, no, Crystal. so the whole runs would be nice. Yeah. Like just sprinkle them in. I mean, and you know, you know, the sacks are going to have like seven in a game, this homestand and then like no other game they're going to have. It's gonna, come on guys. Let's, you know, just let's, let's, it doesn't always have to be station to station. Crystal, do you see uh, somehow a, a more of an outburst than we're expecting from this offense? Or is it just, is it going to be, is it just going to be, is this offense going to just be giving us all gray hairs all year? Both. I think, I think that, you know, when Eli does come back, it mm-hmm. might, he might not perform as he's expected to how we kind of wanted him to, but I think he is one of those pieces that is kind of that glue to getting an offense back up and running. You know, Lance Lynn came back and suddenly they were scoring runs. Johnny Cueto yells at them and suddenly they're scoring, you know, all these runs. And I think, I think he's just one of those other little puzzle pieces that kind of, gets this offense to start going. Do I think that they're going to score more than seven runs a game? Absolutely not. But I think it'll be a more positive outcome, but still keeping us super stressed because they will be close games. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I think he's he's going to come back and it's going to be good. I also have deja vu. I feel like I just said this last year, which I probably did. But um yeah, I think I think he's going to allow a burst, but I still think it's going to be stressful no matter what because that's just what this team is at this point. The overall assessment, I assume, Crystal, you've probably gotten a little bit sunnier on the team than the 42 victories predicted when you were in the process, I believe, of packing your bags to uh, City Field, Chase Stadium, whatever it is now. Um, but uh, in, in both of your cases, how are you feeling about what the outcome is going to be for this team? Uh, let's have just a gut check here. Is this, is this, is this going to be a playoff team? Are they even going to, are they going to make it at least enough of a race? So how, how do you see the rest of the season? Again, <laughs> it depends on what happens today. I think if we win today that we're in the playoffs, all right. I, I, I'm throwing all of my, all of my eggs in that basket. Of that's not even, eggs. that's, that's not even a magic eight ball. That's just a coin flip. So yeah. Okay. All right. You've said it that you dodged the question, but you also said, Hey dude, I already told you. Yes. It's what's happening tonight. 
That's my answer. Okay. So, uh, okay. If they don't win, do you still see, do you see, uh, do you anticipate them having enough fight to be in this? Are they going to basically be within five this year? Or, or do you, do you think it's in this team to really bottom out? Nope. I think it, I think they crumble. Wow. This is I'm pressure. all the way out there. Well, it's too late to tell you, but White Sox, stop listening. This is too much pressure on you. Please shut it off now. Pause. Come back to it after you won tonight. Okay. Come back then. Listen to more of what Jackie has to say, because really it turned out to be a pep talk for you. Crystal. Okay. It was 42 wins. Um, <laughs> where, where, where are we at now? I think if they can win two out of three against the twins this series, I feel more confident. Maybe it's a wild card spot, which I feel like that's the most realistic outcome at this point. And they'll just have this kind of weird streak of luck. I don't see them going deep in the playoffs, but um, I think that they have enough in them to where they can at least get to that point if they have a decent series against these really tough twins and Byron Buxton just... <laughs> doing what he does best. I think we've identified Crystal's favorite player on the Minnesota <gasps> Twins, although it's tough it's to say crux. favorite player. <laughs> it's hard to say favorite Minnesota Twin. That is sort no. of a gross feeling, but you know, I yeah. listen, I empathize with the conflict. I mean, that's that's rough, Crystal. I I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Well, maybe he can have a good series and the White Sox can still sweep. It seems unlikely, but you know, we can hope for happy outcomes for it's, everyone. It's like what the Angels do. They have Shohei and they have yeah. Mike Trout. Yeah. And they still lose. So maybe this will just be a, a Byron Buxton has a great game, but yeah. they still lose. We all rooted for your mean to have like the home run once the game, you know, was sort of, I guess, for a while there. It didn't actually seem in the bag there. But uh, yeah, we all, you know, come on, give the guy, I, better yet on a 3 0 count. But all right, it didn't happen, just a double. Way to go, you're mean. Sorry. Hope your travel back to Sacramento is is, is safe and, and healthy and happy. Uh, okay, well, um, a little uh, editorializing to uh, wind up. I have two guests who are welcome to chime in, but there is no obligation for them to. Uh, we are returning a little bit to what was acknowledged in, I believe, our last podcast, which had to do with some of the so-called political content that we had on the day of the Supreme Court decision. We decided to vote a game thread that had nothing to do with baseball. And by and large, Southside Sox readers were pretty uh, mature in handling that, as I would expect. Uh, there were, of course, some dissenters both on social media and on the site, and that is fine. Uh, but I will implore you in the future, because this is going to come up again, we are not going to ignore the world in which we live and the things that some folks want to shoehorn into the political arena are not political at all. So what you are going to need to do in the future when stuff like this comes up, and we'll try not to be too in your face about it, is just simply to shut up. Uh, I'm not asking you to do that. I am telling you to shut up. Uh, I'm sorry to uh, Mothership Vox and SB Nation if it means that you need to take a break from Southside Sox for a while when another black motorist is killed and the cops are threatening protesters or when another crazy Supreme Court decision, I can't imagine a crazier one, but when another one comes up that we feel obligated because it affects, well, it affects us all and it very, very literally impacts uh, a good half of our active staff here. Uh, we're not going to have nothing to say. When Sean Spicer throws out a first pitch in the minor leagues on a pride night, uh, we are absolutely going to feel terrible if we don't 
say something. That's the site you need to know that you're getting. And if you feel that you have a right, as I think was mentioned, at least by one commenter, if you think that you have a right to uh, not have politics or whatever you want to call it on your White Sox site, that's fine. And it's fine to believe that. But imagine if maybe (laughs) you found that you no longer had rights to your own body autonomy. Um, And imagine that the privilege that you're given uh, to actually say, I'm upset about my right to a White Sox site being taken away from me. Uh, that's not going to fly here. It's not going to fly with me. And even if it was 30 other people on this site uh, in our staff room yelling at me, otherwise, I'm not sure it would necessarily move us. I suppose if it was 30 to one, okay, I would listen, but uh, I wouldn't feel good about it. Um, so I do ask, uh, you can feel how you want to feel. If you think you're going to lecture me or lecture a lot of the other people who, by the way, <laughs> directly impacted by decisions like this Supreme Court, seven, 10 days ago, uh, are the majority of people providing content right now to you on the site, including, oh, well, (laughs) the entirety of this podcast. uh, And that goes for off-season as well, when I hand off uh, to Hamster and she essentially takes over for most of the off-season. This is what you're getting. Uh, it's It's only right for us to behave the way we have and will in the future. We've done this in the past for Black Lives uh, matter letter, along with a lot of other SB Nation sites. And again, the pushback's been mild, so this shouldn't be taken as a lecture. But for those of you who are upset or offended when politics, although, by the way, this is not politics, when politics are intruding on your baseball site, you really are going to need to take a break from it. Um, because I don't want to hear it. You are going to need to be quiet about it, because it's not going to go well. This is not a democracy here. Um for better or worse, I'm sorry, uh, I get to act as the king, and I think I I lean on a group of people who I can depend on to make the right decisions for this site, and it may not be a coincidence, but I think they generally feel a lot of the ways uh, I do. So we don't often end our newscast with this sort of editorializing, but it seemed appropriate, especially on a day we're all supposed to be able to enjoy our independence. And there's going to be a ton of ugly hats on the baseball diamond, and there might be flyovers, and Lord knows there will be bombs bursting in air. But guess what? Not everybody gets to feel good about uh, Independence Day this year of all years. And uh, you're going to have to respect that. If you don't, you know, you're going to continue to have an issue with Southside Sox and you are going to probably have to take some time away because we're not going to move here. So just to let you know, as always, we thank you for being faithful readers and participants in the site. Without you, we're not here. Uh, I don't want to just take up all the oxygen in the room, but I did want to get that out. And Crystal and, and, and Jackie, I thank you so much for being here. You're very important members of this site, really crucial. Your output for us has been terrific, among the best we've ever had during my entire tenure. And I would argue that would go before my tenure here. Uh, and again, shout out to uh, Billy OK for uh, standing up in the comments on that day and pointing out, maybe this is just time to sit it out just for one day. Could you please not give us your opinion and your feeling about something that means something very different to a well to the majority of people out there? That might be a good signal to just pipe down, just be quiet. Nobody's asking you to change. Nobody's really even lecturing you. You're just going to have to respect 
some space here. And I think you can do it. If you can't, well, we're going to have a different discussion. It's not going to be on a podcast, but we will have a different discussion. Uh, Jackie, Crystal, uh, obviously, if there's anything you want to throw in, you are absolutely welcome to. Otherwise, I can uh, put this podcast to sleep. I will say um, thank you for that, first off. Um, but there's there's always going to be politics and sports. I wrote this for a different site, you know, so long as people are standing for the anthem, so long as God bless America is being performed, there's always going to be politics. You know, you've got former presidents throwing out the first pitch at baseball games. There's always going to be politics. And at the end of the day, 167 million people just lost their rights to bodily autonomy. And it, it's far deeper than just women complaining about this. I mean, it affects trans men. It affects people going in for IVF. It affects trans community in general because that's a lot of their medication goes through that. So it's going to interrupt that process. Like it's, it's a lot deeper than these people think it, it truly is. And it affects men because you might not have money to support that kid, um, that your, your significant other, your, you know, whoever your one night stand is now being forced to give birth to. So, you know, it goes deeper and there's always going to be politics and there's always going to be women writing in this field. So you're going to have to take some of it every once in a while. There's, we have a voice, you know, Jackie and I both, I feel like use our platforms for pretty good. Um, I know I am very opinionated and I will constantly not just stick to sports. I will constantly voice my opinion on matters that affect my body. Um, so, you know, while everybody's out celebrating today and watching those fireworks and being forced to have those hideous hats on, even the Blue Jays, who aren't even from here, are forced to wear those ugly hats, just remember that maybe the woman or the trans person next to you does not give a shit about today anymore. Like it's, we don't want to come to your birthday party anymore. (laughs) We just lost our rights and we're a little pissed. Yeah. Jackie, don't want to squeeze you, but you're, you're welcome to uh, give a brief comment if you'd like. Um, I mean, I think you and Crystal pretty much covered it all. All So um, I'll say you here. Well, I feel uh, very lucky to have both of you uh, with me on this site and producing the way you do. The work is uh, extremely good and the effort you're putting out for this site is um, the devotion uh, is not uh, overlooked. And I certainly hope it isn't overlooked by readership as well. Okay, to uh, a completely, for no editorializing podcast, celebrating a sweep over the Minnesota Twins, which will be determined by tonight's action according to recapper, Jackie Crestel, uh, let's uh, let's hope that's what we're going to be talking about later on this week. But when we come to you next, we will come to you next. Uh, hopefully you'll be ready for us.